Hey, hi. How you doing? Good to see you. That's right. Back at it again. It's the Two Penny Podcast. I'm your host, Jay Jones. Thanks for showing up. I appreciate you. It's good to see you. You know, I got a live studio audience here today. Um, just kidding, I don't. But I'm going to start doing that. I think it'd be great to record with people. But um, like people listening and maybe throwing comments and throwing shit at me and telling me how bad I suck. Something. That'd be awesome. But anyway, I haven't done it yet. I do have guests lined up throughout November. So, I mean, it's going to be nice. Um, I've got a, uh, a drag queen coming on. I've got a, a gamer girl coming on who is, you know, living the weird life of being a, a, a female in a male-dominated industry. Um, and she's got a pretty cool story. So, anyway... Um, and I'm sure the Beebs will make another appearance, because why not? Everybody loves the Beebs, including myself. He's the best guest. He's the guest. And I might try to get my buddy Mike back on here. You know, now that the season, we're seven weeks in, and the Broncos are sucking. Mainly because of our coach. He's horrible. Anyway, I don't care about that, because you know what? The weather is fantastic. As most of you know, I live here on the shore, and on the Jersey Shore, and it's the weather's so great. I mean, it's 40 degrees throughout the night, and it's in the low or mid 60s and low 70s throughout the day. It's perfect golfing weather. It's just, it's fantastic. And local summers, you know, kind of coming to an end now. And local summer is the summer that obviously all the locals get after all the tourists and the bennies go away, which is after Labor Day. So as soon as Labor Day hits, it's the last hurrah for all the the tourists and the bennies and they hit the road and don't start coming back down anymore on the weekends until, um, I guess, Memorial Day of the next year. But um, So it's kind of over now, and the beach is like just a giant sandbox. It's no longer like the beautiful beach that you see on TV or you playing in the summer. It's like a, like a giant sandbox in your neighborhood that the dogs shit in when they walk by and weird kids play in it and eat their mud pies. But... I mean, the homeless aren't hiding under the boardwalks anymore. I mean, they're they're out. They're in full view. They're uh, showing off 100% of their transientism. I think I made that word up. But that word should be probably put into the English dictionary somewhere. Transientism. Yeah, I mean, the homeless people, they're just out pissing and shitting in public. Wide view of everybody now. They don't even care. You know, because they don't have the police on the... In the summertime, these towns that all have a touch, a little piece of the beach, they uh, they hire police, like entry-level law enforcement officers or kids that they're level, certain level of officers. They don't carry guns and whatever. I don't know what their powers are or non-powers are, but anyway, they keep the homeless and the riffraff and the people from going nuts on the boardwalk. That's kind of their job. They're like beach security, and that's not taken away from any of them. I don't, I don't mean to be rude to you lower lying fruit and i mean because in the summer they use giant tractors and stuff and they comb and rake the beaches so that they're beautiful and that people get their money's worth from the you know because they buy all these beach basses and they're expensive i don't know i never get one because i don't hang out at the beach i hang out at the golf course and there's sand traps at the golf course and that's where i can get my beach in that's the only beach i want to see so in the summertime they the beaches are nice and beautiful and no trash and everything and but in the wintertime, they mound them up and they make these huge sand dunes up by the boardwalk. And I guess it's a natural buffer from winter storms and hurricanes and hurricanes and whatever else you can get, um, you know, throughout the winter storm season. And I guess it's probably so they could have some sand to drag back, on the, back out on the beach for the next year in case they need it. But I mean, you know, the beach is a totally different animal in the winter. I mean, but it, but it's nice living here because, you know, it's... um. All the prices come back down to normal, um, kind of like once the summer season is over. I mean, you can actually get into restaurants around here to eat because in the summertime, you might as well just go get some McDonald's or cook out on your grill because it's hard to get a rest. It's it's hard to get a, a table or a seat at a restaurant because all everybody all the tourists are taking them up, and the restaurants want that and they need it, so that's good. But I mean, now I'll, I mean, now everything's cheaper. I mean, the restaurants, gas. I mean, you can go stay in a hotel down on the shore. So if you come down in the winter time or time right now, I mean, all the rooms are cheaper. I mean, then they they got them uh, all you can sleep rates. You know, ninety nine. I mean, not even ninety nine, like fifty five dollars a night type shit. 
You know, you can get yourself a romper room for the weekend, that all-you-can-bang buffet, baby. You know, cheap rates. Wintertime on the shore is pretty lit. I mean, you know, for a long time, they, they called me the pussy whisperer because all the ass that comes after me, you know, all the ladies in the wintertime, they just come after me, man. It's like bowling for booty out here. And, you know, I've got the shirt, you know, the professional bowler shirt because, you know, I'm bowling for that booty. I mean, anyway, you know, I'm out here picking up the 710 splits, baby, all that spare vag. Just, nah, I can't even, like Eddie, Eddie Murphy said, you know, it's just falling out of his pockets. Oh, that's mine. That's, no, it's not. I'm just kidding. I'm pretty much, you know, a loner. They probably call me, I think they call me Spankenstein for for obvious reasons. I, I, I ain't that kind of man. I, I ain't no hooker. I ain't no slut. Not that I'm, not that there's anything wrong with sluts. Because they have a place too. But I'm not a slut. I am no slut. I am a mere man. What was I saying? Oh, you know, but speaking about the beach and all this beautiful weather, but Mother Nature can be a real bitch. I mean, she's like the biggest boss bitch on this earth. I mean, she rules everything, no matter what it is. I mean, Mother Nature can do something about anything. I mean, it doesn't matter what it is. She can double fuck you. She's like total, I mean, the weather is like a bisexual. She's a total bisexual. I mean, she can do all the fucking. I mean, she'll eat your ass with her pussy wiener titty taint hanging out. She will just get you. I promise. She will get that ass. I mean, it doesn't matter. We keep fucking around like this. I mean, we need to, we need to treat Earth a little bit better. You know, we don't need, you know, we keep treating earth like it's our like it's a room in our parents house when we were 13 year old little kids you know polluting and destroying or you know we being downright disgraceful it just ain't right we better shape up or mother nature gonna ship us out she's gonna come on down here and godzilla fuck us right in the fucking mouth and you know it's already started i mean think about all the weather and the you know the climate change and the global warming and the hole in the ozone layers from all the bitches in the 80s using their hairspray and shit yeah aquanet that's what ruined the fucking ozone layer who knows i don't know but i mean you know after looking what the hurricanes can do waters but mother nature mother nature's the real bitch mother nature is she's she, you don't want to fuck with her and you shouldn't fuck with her but i guess we do we keep doing it keep doing it Halloween is right around the corner, right around the damn corner. And, uh, you know, it's time for all the mommies to come out and dress themselves like their inner selves. You know, that inner self that wants to get out all year, but now they can wear the outfit. You know, all sexy, nasty, naughty mommies. Yep. I mean, they got naughty nurses and superhero mommies and mermaid mommies, playboy bunnies, little red riding hood mommies, French maids, sexy officer mamas. Schoolgirls, you know, the list goes on and on. And I am all for it. You know, I'm good, mom. Let that hoe out. Let that inner hoe show. Let that let that hoe glow. Let it shine bright like a diamond. I think that's what Rihanna was talking about, you know. When she was saying shine bright like a diamond, I'm pretty sure that's what she was saying, you know. Show off them big ass milk monsters, the mammary glands, the melons. The bacon hangers, them mammer slammers, them chebbly weblies, them bezumba breasticles, them tatty bow jangles. That's right, get them out there. I want to see every bit of them. Show me your Babylons. I love them all, which we've talked about before on this show. So it's a, um, a well established fact that old Jay and the Two Penny were fans of titties. The Two Penny Titty Committee, that's right. And speaking of which, make sure you head on over to the Unfiltered Podcast website, unfpod.com, and you can buy the two-penny mayonnaise. That is, um, it's good for everything. It's good for sandwiches. It's good for socks. It is uh, pretty much a, you know, it's kind of like the Swiss Army knife of condiments. The two-penny mayonnaise. So make sure you head on over to unfpod.com and grab you some of that. Um... Every time you buy a jar of the two penny mayonnaise, it comes with a little nice um, little quote from St. Joe. He puts a little uh, little note in there just special for you. Um, speaking of Halloween, I was talking to a buddy of mine, and he's got, he's got a bunch of kids. 
He's got like a ton of kids because he doesn't know how to keep his dick in his pants. He um he was telling me he's got he's one of his daughters is eight or nine years old. She's a young kid, you know, and I guess they were talking about Halloween and she's real upset because his daughter wants to be a slutty goblin. This is an eight, nine-year-old kid, no jokes, said slutty goblin. The other kids in the family, they want to be, you know, oh, I'm going to be like the, I want to be a grape. I'm going to be Superman. Or I'm going to be G.I. Joe. Or I'm going to be, you know, Batman. Whatever it is. And this one little girl goes, I want to be a slutty goblin. A slutty goblin? Damn. I mean, where does that even come from? I mean, I don't know which one of your baby mamas that, you know, the slutty goblin girl once came from, but damn. I mean, what happened to, like, you know, being a little cat in a hat or thing one and two, dinosaurs, bumblebees, panda bears, ghostbusters? I mean, be a little lava girl or a lion or, you know, a little mouse or a puppy or something, but a slutty goblin? Wow. That's crazy, man. That's crazy that kids even know about that stuff, like slutty. That that word is even in their vocabulary at eight or nine years old. Because it wasn't in mine. It wasn't. There was no... When I was eight and nine years old, I know for a fact I had never even probably heard the word slut. I definitely didn't know what slutty meant. I hadn't really kissed a girl by then. I mean, who knows? Maybe I got chased around the playground by somebody and, you know, they... They catch me and kiss me, you know, because all the girls were wanting to do that to me. But what they didn't know is I was letting them catch me. So I'm fast as fuck, boy. I'm fast as fuck. And but I would let them catch me so they could smooch me. Mm-hmm. I did that. So uh, yeah. So now you girls know. Sorry, I was I was the one, I was the one tricking you. You didn't catch me. I let you. I let you. I let you catch me because I wanted it. I wanted that little kiss. So I could get on that fire pole and climb my way up. That's right. So I've been, uh, I'm, I'm a big fan of TikTok. And I, I got on TikTok early on because my niece was on a thing. I think it was called um, Song, Songly or something. Mean, it's called something else. It doesn't really matter. I don't care. If I had a freaking producer that was worth a shit. May had surgery this week, so she's worthless. So I'm really flying by the seat of my pants. I don't have a, a host. I mean, not a host, but I don't have a producer this week to look up shit for me. So anyway, um, she was, uh, she's on this app. So I wanted to get on it. And then all of a sudden I started watching these things and they were funny, man. There's dances and you know, I'm a dude. So fart jokes were on there and people just tooting and stuff. Stuff was funny. I enjoyed watching the TikToks. So I, you know, I created accounts so that I could watch them and I've got some cool TikToks. I'm pretty, I'm, I'm famous on there. I was, you know, I've seen some cool Halloween shit already on TikTok, even some new dances and stuff. But it made me wonder, I was like, could you imagine? TikTok dances are weird. So I was telling you about my niece, how she was on there. She's the first person I knew that was on TikTok. And, you know, she would do these weird little dances, like, you know, she'd move her hand to the side. And I mean, everybody knows these TikTok dances and that they're way different than normal dances it's not like when you're dancing at a club you know you're sitting there and you're moving your hips and you kind of groove into the music and this that. no tiktok dances are their own thing they're like certain movements that go with certain meanings and you got your you know your little fingers on your vein on your arm and your whatever and this means uh you know whatever but anyway those dances would not work in the club you know i mean just wouldn't work can't do it not it. I mean, could you imagine going to the club and seeing that? It's like probably what people thought when they first started. You know, when people started first started line dancing. I mean, line dancing actually peeled off of square dancing. And if you don't know what square dancing is, well, you're not a redneck, and you're not a country bumpkin, and you were probably never in 4-H as a kid growing up. And if you don't know what the 4-Hs are, well. Fucking go ask Google. I'm not your fucking teacher. So I was, uh, I think that's where like 
the you know weird dancing line dancing came from square dancing and square dancing probably came from i don't know cavemen fucking each other around the campfire i don't know it doesn't matter but TikTok dances are weird. I like watching them on TikTok, but if I saw somebody doing that on the street, I'd think that they were having a seizure. I think something was wrong with them. Maybe they had Tourette's or, you know, who knows what they had, but something ain't right. But that's okay. Nobody cares about that. So I was, um, I was chatting with a friend of mine the other day. She's a female, and yes... I do have some female friends. You don't have to be sleeping with them or fucking with them to have a relationship, dude. You can just have a friend that's a female. And you'd think most of the female species would probably distance themselves from me because I'm a little bit vulgar. But the truth is, I'm like LL Cool J. The ladies love me. But my demo, I mean, the demographics, the demographics, the demographics on this podcast would actually lend you to believe different. Ladies do love me. The latest numbers that I looked up, the analytics, the demographics, 81% of my listener base is female. Damn. Y'all some thirsty ladies, and I'm like the thirst quencher. I'm like that Gatorade dick. You know, y'all need some electrolytes. I'll give you some dictolites. That's right, some dictolites into your system. I mean, I'm not a hooker. But if you want to drink from this fountain, hey, you're going to have to get approval from the powers that be. But I'm also going to, we're going to need some references. I'm tired of being used. Let me make a statement right here. I am tired of being used for this really good dick and my incredible listening skills. I am more than just a fat cock and amazing ears that have the ability to listen and understand. Okay? You motherfuckers hear that? You guys hear that? Knock, knock, knock. That's me coming in. Open it up. That's right. I am not your Gatorade dick unless you pay for it. And then I'm whatever you want. That's right. So let's get back to this convo I was having with a friend of mine. She said that one of her, she said the word situation, like shit, you, Asian, situation. And I was like, what did you say? Did you just say situation? And, you know, she went on to tell me that one of her friends was the one that told her about situation, a situation. And I was like, what in the hell is that? And that's when she told me that it's about, you know, you've been in a situation where you shit your pants. You, you know, we're having a real situation right here. I was, I was blown away. There's, I mean, there's a lot of things that, you know, I don't know, but, but dang. Um, anyway, they said that, you know, in the midst of us talking about this, the friend that I didn't believe was brought in into the conversation. I'm like, what? Because like, I didn't really believe, like, I'm not talking about a shark, y'all. I'm not talking about a, a wet fart, which is, you know, that can be a situation too, but that's not a situation. I'm talking full on, a poop came out your butt. A poop. Not a wet fart. Not a little moist toot. We're talking a poop. A real poop. And I didn't know this, but according to the American Journal of Women's Health, 70% of women aged 19 to 30 have pooped themselves. What? Damn. The number goes up to 80% for those that are 30 to 45 years of age. And that's a staggering number. That is huge. I mean, I never knew you ladies were such shitters. I mean, because every girl I ever, oh, late girls don't fart. And we don't shit or we don't poop or whatever. Well, let me tell you what, I have a daughter. I changed her diapers and I can promise you there was poop. Lots of it. Lots of poop. And I've lived with a woman before and she would poop. And she had a daughter and she pooped. 
So guess what? Girls, you poop. Or they wouldn't have, I mean, trust me, you poop. And apparently you poop a lot. And sometimes, apparently, you don't have control over your pooping. But, I mean, y'all be just out there having them poopy panties, man. Y'all just out there with them nasty drawers. Nasty, nasty. I mean, you guys are already dealing with that self-cleaning, easy-bake oven you got going on down there with your little discharging and getting your, you know, ridding your body of whatever it needs to through that little, you know, little heaven slice down there between your thighs but but i didn't know that y'all's booty holes were out there doing poop on panty violence so much i didn't know y'all were out there messing your drawers like that i mean i know dudes you know people used to laugh and joke about ah you got racing stripes or streaks in your drawers from or you didn't wipe good enough you didn't you know whatever the case is speaking of which if you didn't wipe good enough and you're shitting in your drawers or you got poop on your underwear, I mean, you got a problem. Because there's far too many great things out there that can keep you from having, you know, you don't have that. Get a bidet. Get a bidet. Go right now, get a bidet. You can get a bidet anywhere. You can get one at your local hardware store. You can order one online from Amazon, which is what I would suggest. Look up tushy.com or online, anywhere. Call your favorite handyman say come and go oh, i need a i need a bidet it is it'll change your life and wipes while you should not flush wipes you should get you some stop wiping your ass with paper just toilet paper it's you know it, it doesn't clean you as well a nice wet wipe i mean i'm such a weirdo i use the bidet and a wet wipe because you know I just want to be fresh. I want to be so fresh because you know you just never know. You want to be fresh. And anytime I've gone in and got a Brazilian air, you know, I mean a a Brazilian wax at the Brazilian Airs Club, I want to be fresh, man. I don't want I don't want there to be any danglies hanging on and I don't want to go spread eagle and somebody see all that. No. I want to be a lean, mean, clean fighting machine down there. I want that shit to be cleaned up. Because it's a nasty place. But I mean, you know. And and guys, I'm going to tell you. Do yourself a favor. Don't ever, and I mean ever, look at your girl's panties. If they're on the floor or something, you know, like you guys just went busty bust. And like you picking up her clothes because, you know, you just, you know, squirrel dumped her and she's in the bathroom sitting on the toilet peeing or letting it all out or, you know, whatever's coming out. Anyway, don't look at her panties, yo. Don't do it. I'm just going to tell you. Those things are, no, just don't do it. I'm going to save you that nastiness. Just don't do it. But um, all this talk about the situation made me think about a story when I was a kid. When I was a kid, we used to play basketball. Kids, apparently, you know, I don't remember this, but... Kids apparently, when they you know they don't they don't want to take break from playing. You want to stay playing, whether it's hide and go seek or basketball, your skateboarding or biking with your friend, whatever it is. Most of the time, kids don't want to take a break to pee or poop, and they probably should, because holding in poop is not a good idea. But anyway, there's my buddy, and uh, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna say I'm gonna, I'm gonna use a fake name. This is not this person's real name, okay? But anyway, his name was um, Ryan. That's the name. That's the one we're using. So anyway, we'll write that down. Ryan. Ryan. So anyway, we're all playing basketball at Ryan's house one day. And he's, we're shooting hoops. We're playing horse. We're playing 21. We're playing, you know, one-on-one, one versus two. I mean, we're just playing basketball, man. We're kids out having fun. You know, maybe some people were shooting hoops, some were riding skateboards, whatever the fucking thing is, you know. It doesn't matter. We're playing we're playing basketball. But anyway, Ryan, if he had to poop, he would go and like, because he didn't want to leave. He didn't want to have to go poop. He wanted to play. He would like, he would kneel down and like put on his heel, like sit on his heel, like crouch down and put his heel over his asshole. Like he put his butthole on his heel, like to try to hold in all that 
poop, I guess. Or like maybe it would uh, hold it in or whatever. But I guess it, he could do that and it would, he could hold it until the, the sense, the, I guess the sensation or the need or want to poop would kind of subside and he could go back to playing. I never even knew this, but I knew, I'd seen him do this all the time, but now, then I found out why. So one day, Ryan was sitting there and he was kneeling on his heel. And somebody in the group was like, yo, Ryan's got to take a shit. Watch this. They hucked a fucking basketball at Ryan, knocked him over. Homeboy shit himself. Just shit all over. Like, it was fucking nasty. So, yeah. That's <sighs> gross. Anyway. Kids, I don't know why they love to, you know, they don't want to stop playing for anything. I'm kind of the same way. I love to, I love to play. I want to play. But, um, you know, people, pooping's a weird deal. It's, it's private and public, and I talk about it a lot. Actually, I get a lot of grief about it, because a lot of my friends are like, you're obsessed with pooping and farting. No, I just think it's fucking funny, and I think things that people find uncomfortable are funny. And if you listen to this podcast, you obviously know my humor's a little off. But I'm telling you, I think it's funny. Things that people are uncomfortable about is funny to me. I mean, how many times a week do you poop? You know, some people, you know, medical doctors will tell you that it's normal to poop as many times as three times a day or up to three times a week. And anything over, I guess anything less than three times a week is considered, you know, you might have some constipation issues. Um, now me, I'm a, I'm a regular Joe. I'm going and blowing every day. Um, or at least I try to be. And if not, something's, you know, I, I get a lot worried, but, um, you know, they say that the only real normal cycle when it comes to bowel movements is you stay true to your cycle. If you're a once every three day kind of person, then be that person. And then when it's off that, then you're off. You know, you can tell a lot about how healthy or sick a person is by their, uh, by their bowel movements, apparently. Doctors will tell you that. That didn't come just from Jay. I'm not a doctor. Well, I am. And I am of a genius, but I'm not, I'm not a medical doctor yet. I wonder if, like, poop is part of the reason that old people smell. I mean, I guess it could be, but not a, you know, but... <clears throat> Old people smell weird, and their houses smell weird. All their stuff smells weird. You know, they talk slow, move slow. I mean, getting old, just, it's different. And I dread it. Like, I'm not looking to get old. I mean, I'm looking for that fountain of youth. I mean, maybe if I could find me some virgins and suck on their toes or something, that'd bring back a few years, but I don't know. Maybe, maybe, you know. Um, but apparently, the real reason that old people smell is because of our as our skin matures as we get older, its natural antioxidant protection declines, and that decline results in a greater oxida uh, oxidation of lipid acid. And when our lipid acids are oxidized, the chemical compound nonil nonenol. I don't know how to say the word. It's spelled N-O-N-E-N-A-L, non-ninol. The chemical compound non-ninol is produced, which gives off this old people smell that we're all familiar with. Um, it's part of being a human. Babies smell amazing. Teenagers stink. As you get into adulthood, you hopefully start to shower and clean yourself and wear deodorants and powders and colognes and perfumes to cover up your scent your natural aroma. But then as the older you get, the gig is up. You can't hide it no more. I mean, there's, you stop caring as much. You know, I guess maybe you don't shower as much because you don't want to get another shower. You don't want to dry your hair, whatever the case is. Old people stink. And that's a fact. And uh, I hate that for them. But I hate that for me because I'm on my way. I am on my way to being an old dude. But uh, I'll make it. It'll be okay. <sighs> what else we got here this week? Oh, yeah. Here we go. Anybody heard about this Mike Itkis guy? 
This Mike Itkis guy. He's running for a New York City congressional seat. And uh, his campaign highlights a sex-positive approach. Well, let me tell you what. It's not just sex-positive. This dude made a porno. And apparently it's on Pornhub. But this guy, um, you know, yeah, he's a um, sex-positive New York City congressional candidate. His publicity stunt did little to meaningfully add to the conversation of why and how sex work should be decriminalized. So yes, it's um, it's against the law in most states to um, be a sex worker. It's illegal to purchase a sex worker. Um, I I don't I know in Nevada obviously you can get a license to have a you know a, a bunny ranch or a dude ranch if you want to have one of those. But um, anyway, let me read a little bit of this about old Mike Itkis. Um, this was written by Lauren Rowello, who's a writer on queer identity, mental health, and family relationships. And uh, this was written on the 20th of the last month. So, a New York City congressional candidate uploaded his sex tape to Pornhub earlier this year, but it made headlines last week. Mike Itkus, an independent whose campaign highlights a sex-positive approach to domestic policy, reportedly released the tape in part to show support for sex workers. He's quoted as to saying he hopes the porn video will be a starting point for conversations. As a former sex worker, this is the girl that wrote this, who cares deeply about the rights and protection of those who work in the industry, I was curious to follow these dialogues, but there aren't many worth joining. Um, the video's popularity is rising with over 800,000 views. And I'm going to tell you this. When I heard about this, I went and looked it up. I went and watched it on Pornhub. It's just some old bald dude banging some, uh, you know, sex worker. Girl for hire, whatever they call him, call girl. Um, High-end um, escort. Yeah, that's what it is. High-end escort. And I'm having sex. And she sits there and, you know, says that she's not on drugs and she's not being forced to do this and blah, 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 blah. I guess because he knew he was going to release this for some publicity. And, uh, you know, it's nothing special. Dude ain't got no real big swinging meat. And, you know, that's how I think that, like, part of me might be gay because, like, I don't want to watch, like, um, I don't, I don't want to see porn. Like, porn to me... I want it to be extra. And I'm not talking about it doesn't have to be crazy, freaky. I mean, I just want it to be extra. Like, I don't want to see some dude with some tiny dick having sex. I don't want to see some chick with no boobies and no butt having sex. And I mean, you want the extra stuff. You want, like, the super hot chick and the super hot dude and the dude with the big swing of meat slamming that JJ baby. You don't want the, you don't want the little meat hitting the roast beef nah it doesn't look right it doesn't do anything for me that may be a little bit more than anybody wanted to know but now you do welcome welcome to the shit show but anyway so this guy's running for office i'm not gonna read any more of the article because as i peruse through it it's just kind of it's going on about why sex sex um sex work needs to be decriminalized hey i'm all for it why not i mean these, you know, unfortunately, it's a lot more women working on the sex side of it. And I think it should be decriminalized. Maybe they could have safe houses and these women wouldn't have pimps and Johns that, you know, hurt them and kill them and stuff. I don't know. I could see, you know, I can see the side of decriminalizing um, sex workers and sex work. Moving on. Moving on. You know, I thought about making a porn once myself. I did. I mean, have you ever made a video with one? This, this is what I want. I um On the Unfiltered Podcast, we started a hotline so people could call and they can call in and they can, you know, um, you know, they can call us anytime. They can definitely Call us anytime and talk about the show. Give us topics or whatever. And the hotline at Unfiltered Podcast is 305-563-2342. 
But what everybody doesn't know is the Two Penny has a hotline too. They have a phone line. You can reach me anytime. The Two Penny hotline is 732-898-2068. So if you want to call and leave a comment about the show, then please do it. But I do have a question. I would love to hear your answer. Have you ever made a video or had some pictures taken, not by yourself, but like with an X and you wish you hadn't because now you don't have the video, you don't have the picture or they have it or it's out there, you don't know, or you send it to their phone or whatever the case may be, you know, let me know. Give me a call, 732-898-2068, 732-898-2068. And uh, let me know if you have it and tell me the story about it. Tell me if you got the video back or the picture back or you made sure they were deleted because I'm telling you, you know, people send pictures. Um, the, I, I noticed that, you know, it, um, it changes. There's some that definitely don't. And then there's some that just do. They just throw out the dick pics and the titty pics and ass pics and everything all the time. That I can, it's like it's not even special. So they just throw it out there. I, uh, I, I, made, I had a video one time with an ex and... Um, you know, it was awesome to make, and it was kind of like had a little excitement to it. But watching it back, eh, I don't know. Maybe we didn't have the right makeup on or the lighting or what, but it was just kind of, it felt very like, I don't know, it just wasn't that great. Who knows? Maybe the performance wasn't good. I don't know. Life was easier before internet, social media, and cell phones, I'm telling you, because right now, if I send, let's say I send a picture of my ass, to my buddy Keb and then me and him break up being friends. We're no longer boys. Like we have a, we have a, a bro divorce. We, uh, we break up as boys. We have a bro divorce. I, I can't go, I can't reach back through his phone and snag up that booty pic that he's got in mind. My big bodacious booty. I can't take it back. It's there. It's done. It's his. He can do whatever he wants with it. You know, he go send it. He can give. He could sell that to St. Joe for a million bucks. Cause St. Joe's always looking for nice little asses on dudes to look at. But um, you got to be careful. Be careful of who you send them pictures to, boys and girls, because you just don't know. Next thing you know, some dudes making money off of selling your titty pics. Or everybody knows what you look like with a dick in your mouth because you made that video with him. Or Guys, be very careful. If you're sending around pictures of your dick and it ain't all that, trust me, all of her friends know that you ain't all that. And and I guess, you know, apparently, even if you do got that big swinging schmeat, girls usually still don't want to see it. I guess dicks are ugly, and they kind of are. I think they're funny, but if you have had a, made a video or taking a picture with an ex and you want to tell a funny story about it or whatever. You got you, you, you can call up the old two-penny phone, 732-898-2068. And before anybody says, eh, you're just taking the hotline idea from the unfiltered or your copy. I'm, no, I'm not, God damn it. That was my fucking idea, okay? I brought that to Keb. We discussed it. We decided it would be good because we want to get the listeners involved. And I want to get them involved on my stuff too. So see, not a big deal. If I was to do a porn today, I would do it on soaking. I'd do a soaking porn. It'd be the first one because I'm pretty sure it wouldn't be very fucking awesome. People wouldn't want to watch it. But anyway, so um, if you don't know what soaking is, I'll tell you a little bit. Um, Soaking is a um, when... I guess it's a practice that Mormon teenagers have been engaging in lately up in Utah and anywhere else you might find some Mormon kids. Soaking is basically penetrative sex without the movement and the hip thrusting. So we just going to put our dick in there and not move around. That's right. It says here's how it works. You got a couple, obviously. Guy inserts his penis into the vagina and just lies there. <laughs> mm, just letting his dick soak. That's right, you're just soaking that dick. Soak my dick in your vagina. Personally, that sounds boring as fuck. No way. Can Mormons get their dick sucked? K 
Can Mormon girls give blowjobs? Is that okay? Um, I don't know. I mean, but hey, soaking. Last time I let my dishes soak in the sink without thinking about it. Mm Mm-hmm. Horny little Mormon motherfuckers laying there. I'm just going to put my dick in. That's like, you know, I know you girls have heard it, and I know you guys have said it because you're creeps. And I may have said it too, but anyway. You know, they do the whole just the tip. Just the tip. I wanted. Let me just put the tip in. Let me just feel it. Let me just put it in one time, and then I'll take it out, put it back in my pants, and put my pants on. We'll be done. No, that ain't the way it works. That dick goes in one time, and now you're fucking. Everybody knows how it works. It's kind of like David Portnoy with his "Everybody Knows the Rules." One bite pizza. No, everybody knows the rules. There ain't no fucking just the tip or, you know, well, let me just put it in one time. Let me see how it feels. Nah, man. That shit goes in there. It's going to rub around. It's going to roll around in that shit. Anyway. So why? Why we got this weird, bizarre, awkward sex invention? Why are the Mormons doing this shit? Because apparently there's a lot of insane and crazy bullshit of the Mormon religion, explains SBS editor Mark Mariano. And Mark Mariano, he's an ex-Mormon and says that if Mormons have sex before marriage, they won't get to experience the full glory of the afterlife party with God. Apparently God and the Mormons are throwing a motherfucking disco in heaven. Disco dick with the Mormons. So basically it's a loophole for Mormons to satisfy their sexual needs without sinning. Which sounds really fucking weird. I mean, you're still putting, you're still penetrating the vagina. Jeez. I mean, if you're thinking, hang on, just hang on. I mean, why not just invite a maid over to jump on the bed and help the couple soak and get some thrusting up in there? I mean, if you're not the one doing it. Have your mate come over and thrust your hips for you. If you got your eyes closed and you're not the one doing the thrusting, your buddy's behind you doing the thrusting. You know, he's grabbing your hips and slamming them into the, the, the lady for you. Or you got your girlfriend over there and she's slamming your hips on top of him. You know, picking you up and down and driving you like a jackhammer on that dick. Is that okay? Is that, is that, is that gonna, will I still be invited to the party? Will I get to party with God, the full glory of the afterlife party? Will I get that? Because I want that. Yeah. But apparently, they've already thought of this. Enter jump humping. That's right, jump humping. The Mormon threesome that's also gone viral on TikTok. Here we go, TikTok. I love you. And jump humping is where a friend jumps on the bed while a couple soaks so envision this you're laying there she's on top or you're on top you're soaking but just like on the trampoline when you were a kid and you started jumping to bounce your friends like give them that super bounce your good buddy or whoever just starts jumping on the bed to move it up and down therefore you get some in and outs you get some up and downs And allows the soakers to get it on without, again, technically doing it themselves and getting it on. It's like group sex that you've never had before. Which is crazy, because if you're resorting to friends jumping down on the bed to have sex, I mean, I don't know, I don't know, this is something weird. You Mormons are fucking crazy, man. But apparently Mark says that there's a free agency when you're a Mormon. There's incredibly strict guidelines and the rules... If you have sex before marriage are like the consequences are you won't be able to experience the ideal spiritual afterlife, the so-called party. And so I think there's this real element of shame and fear of consequence that comes with breaking the rules. But why are they finding all these loopholes if they're really worried about it? I mean, they're always finding these loopholes. Um, anyway, I don't know. They say they're God-friendly. I don't know about that shit, but the <laughs> the jump-humping, hell yeah. I kind of want to try that. I want to try that. Maybe we can get that live on you know, one of these shows. Jump-humping. If you're not into... I mean, soaking doesn't sound cool. It just doesn't. 
it's like um you know i don't know mormons are weird they made me think of like you know marrying your cousin or some shit like kissing your cousin I don't know. I mean, because kissing is really nice. Kissing is cool. I love. I love kissing. It's it's nice. You know, you putting your lips and little, you know, little tongue touches. Little none none of that lizard kissing. None of that fast kissing shit. I don't. I don't like that. You know, girl trying to choke you with her tongue and her mouth. No, 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 no. I don't. I'm not trying to fight. My tongue is not want to fight with you. We're not in a fucking. You know, we're not in the octagon. You know, I'm not Anderson Silva fighting fucking. Um, you know, whoever. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not trying, my tongue ain't trying to fight your tongue. We ain't trying to wrestle that tongue. You know, we trying to turn each other on. We trying to be sensual, sexual, you know, intimate, not cage fighting with our tongues. It's just weird. Some of you fuckers don't know how to kiss. If somebody doesn't know how to kiss, instant turn off. Done. I'm done with it. Now, if I don't get a full-blown hard on just by like that nice first kiss... Mmm, it probably ain't going nowhere. Oversharing, it's a specialty of mine. So, you know, have you ever kissed your cousin? Some people have kissed their cousins. I haven't kissed mine yet. Um, I probably won't, because I don't even really know him. But um, one of my favorite movies, a movie that I think is very underrated, not enough people see, is Joe Dirt. Um, if you haven't seen Joe Dirt with Davis, but go see Joe Dirt. But the, one of the funny parts in there is, um, you know, Jamie Presley's in that movie, and she's hot as fuck, by the way. Jamie Presley, wow. I don't know. I don't even know if she's alive anymore. Um, if I had my pro, if I had my producer May here, she could tell me. But um, anyway, she's hot as fuck. But in that in that story of Joe Dirt, he's telling the radio DJ his story about how he was, you know, lost at birth and everything, and they're talking about this stuff, and they're laying there, and she says, you know, you. you um, you know, he can't perform after she finds out. He finds out that it's not his sister. And uh, he can't bust. He can't get over it. She's like, what's wrong, Joe? Do I not turn you on? Would it be okay if I went back to pretending I was your sister? And he's like, no, I'm not some kind of weirdo creep, whatever. But then they go back to it. And she's like, I am your sister. I am your sister. And he's like, you are. So anyway, that's awesome. It's a good movie. You should go see it. If you haven't seen it, you should used to watch it. Stream that shit. Speaking of incest, which that's what that is, which is a topic I don't approach much on the show, thank goodness, because it's disgusting. Um, I'm trying to think if I even have a hot cousin. I don't think I do. I mean, that's not to take away from any of my cousins that are probably attractive people, but I've never looked at one of them and been like, hell yeah. Um... It's actually illegal in just about every state, not every state, to marry your cousin. Some states it's actually really legal. Wow, I was looking this up on this map. It's about half and half. Damn, first cousin marriage. And for those of you that don't know what um, the way the first cousin, second cousin removed all this stuff works is it's very simple. Let me give you the most simple breakdown. Your first cousin is... Cousins who share the same grandparents. So if we have the same grandparents, we're first cousins. If we have the same great-grandparents, we are second cousins. And if we have great-great-grandparents, then we are, you got it, third cousins. And first cousins, once removed, are two people that the first cousin relationship is one generation removed. Does that make all sense to you? Your kinship terminology definitions for the day? Yeah, you got it right. So anyway, marrying your first cousin is allowed in about half the states, which is crazy to me. And pretty much the most liberal states when it comes to fucking family and marrying your cousin, which you're going to end up, you know, if you have babies with your cousins, your first cousins, you are going to have a little alien baby. Something is going to be wrong with that baby. It's going to be an alien. I promise. It's just genetics. That's what's going to happen. You wonder why the cavemen and all them look so fucking weird? It's because they're fucking their brothers and sisters and moms. and I mean, they are fucking their family on purpose. That's why they look so weird. Anyway, 
Alabama is pretty much the biggest, most open. I mean, you can marry your first cousin. You can have sex with your cousins. You can cohabitate. You can marry your first cousin, um, even if they've been married before. You, anything and everything. Half cousin you can marry. All that stuff. Alabama. Green yeses across the board when it comes to um, cousin marriage. Um, surprisingly, the most, um, I guess, conservative state in the country is Illinois. They're no across the board. No cousin marrying going on in Illinois. Illinois, or however you say it. Um, New Jersey, where I live, you can marry your cousin. You sure can. Um, that's great. In Texas, no, you cannot marry your cousin, which surprises me because I'm telling you, a lot of you guys are down there. Your cousin, brother, uncle, daddy, Don, whatever, you know, you guys are married. You guys are inbred as fuck. <laughs> I know some inbred motherfuckers in Texas. That's for damn sure. In Oklahoma, where it's also not illegal, it's it's illegal to marry your cousin. I can promise you, those motherfuckers, those guys are fucking each other. I mean, there's people proudly dating their cousins in Oklahoma. Anyway, um, I think that's going to wrap it up for the two penny this week. That's enough nonsense and bullshit for anybody. Um, you know, like I said, if you feel the need to call in and you want to tell me about your sex tape or sex picture or naughty picture experience, please do. You call me anytime. My number is 732-898-2068. That's 732-898-2068. And if you want to head on over to unfpod.com, you can get the hotline for the unfiltered podcast where you can call me and Kevin St. Joe and sometimes the Beebs anytime you want to. Um, we're always looking for good guests. We're always looking for good topics, all that good stuff. We are here too on the two penny. Um, like I said, next month I'm loaded, loaded with some good guests. Um, got my drag queen coming on. Um, got mercy the gamer coming on it's gonna be a lot of fun it's gonna be a lot of fun and uh, i can't wait to get them out i can't wait to talk to you the next time do me a favor share me with some of your friends pass me around you know loan me out like i'm you know just give me out loan me to your friends share me pass me around do whatever you want to do but anyway until next time, I appreciate you listening. We'll talk to you. Don't be an asshole unless you have to be. And if you're going to be, be the best one possible, just like I am, all right? So uh, be nice to somebody. Tell somebody you love them. Go fuck yourself because I know I will. And uh, we'll see you next time. Bye.